0: It's not Thursday without Tights and Fights. And this show can't grow without your support. So be sure to rate us five stars on iTunes to put us over.
1: Tights and Fights podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Daniel and there's guy.
2: Talking moves, talking moves, talking lots of wrestling moves. I can't rhyme anymore past that. Why even try? (laughs) Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the suburban submission machine, Hal Lublin, and I'm joined by my fellow members of the nation of conversation, the 64-bit luchadora, Danielle Radford.
1: Hello!
2: And... I'm afraid I've got some good news.
3: It's Lindsay Kelk. Hey.
1: Is that nothing.
0: racist? Was that a uh, little? Long- yes, <laughs> it's incredibly racist. Would it's you just
3: like some <laughs> tea,
0: governor? I just
2: wanted to make sure it was on. So go
0: sweep a chimney, Hello? pick up a whippet and a ferret, and just be done with this nonsense. They should have given Barrett a whippet. Then it would have been fine.
2: <laughs> I just have all his... Uh, be into that, like, so I could go
0: Is this your Game of Thrones audition? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it? You got two seasons to get in now.
2: Oh, I'm ready. If that's not enough to get me hired, <laughs> then I don't know what is. Coming up on this week's show, Bring It to the Bank. But first, no, we didn't get a chance to watch New Japan's Dominion pay per view, so stop asking. I'm sure it was great. All their stuff is great. I'm sure Dave Meltzer gave uh, just the live stream got six stars. But Danielle, Lucha Underground just started the second half of its current season. Oh, it sure did. Let's play our favorite game. Will I understand what you're talking about? (laughs)
4: Well, let's find out. Okay. Okay. So in Lucha Underground, we know we've been away for forever, but it's still like the second half of a season they've already done. Uh So they keep being like, two weeks ago, this happened. And it's like... No, it didn't. <laughs> I still, I still see me in the crowd with my ex-boyfriend, so I know it wasn't yes! two weeks. Le- I know it no! wasn't two weeks ago. Oh, no. that's a joke. dreams come true. That's-, <laughs> that's just that's the that's the
2: laughing. Part. Put those episodes in a shoebox and burn them.
4: <laughs> so in this one, so they're doing an all night long match, which is their version of an Iron Man match, since it's only like, well, all night long comes from.
2: Lionel Richie, (laughs) I know. Yeah, so you know
4: about the Lionel Richie, and you know that Swan. when when Swan and, yes, yes, when they were tag team, they used to come out to All Night Long. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where the name came from, because I believe that Prince Puma was one of the first that were in there. And so this is Johnny Mundo, aka John Morrison, versus Mac, who is awesome. Johnny Mundo keeps having his friends, like, come in and try to get the Mac and all that other stuff. Unlike in WWE, they're like, oh, well, if his friends can come in... And disrupt. Mine can too. So also the Max buds start coming in, and at one point you have Sexy Star like dressed up as like a member of the band because they have the band up on this like pillar. She dives off of the pillar as she's dressed up as. Oh, and there's so... a band. There's yes, a band? there's also a band. There's every it's a different that band. A band. It's a different band. How? There's like three no, or four different know. bands.
2: How I feel like when I the one time I tried to watch it was all backstage segments. Oh, those are the, there's not too much. Like five seconds of like. You have to have the Aztec secret in this briefcase. I was like, fuck
4: this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch people wrestling. Ugh. I'm not going to watch this. So this, so there was all wrestling. This is just all wrestling yes. in this. But they wind up wrestling to a draw. So now it's they have to do one more match the next week. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, which is like a just one fall match. And so here's also like the really one, because we're almost out of time, And uh, the one really fun. For the whole episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like a really fun thing that happened in this episode is that Rey Mysterio and Prince Puma have been kind of talking. And Prince Puma has also, Vampito has been his other kind of, a, a.k.a. Ian, has been his <laughs> other. like so Trevor like, and Ian. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) He's a a British. My my granddad was called Trevor. He was a fine British. Yes, I'm not saying that because I hate vampire. Traditional
0: lucha names. (laughs) Trevor. I
4: I think that he's great. It's just that, like you know. I think it's really funny that his name is Vampiro and then he's like, hi, I'm Ian. Um, (laughs) But that's just, yeah, that's just like a wrestling thing. So anyway, so um, Prince Puma is like, they're fighting, or they're they're backstage and they're like talking and they're trying to give like advice and Prince Puma doesn't really talk so he like storms off and then Rey Mysterio sees like, almost like, remember when the warrior would just pop up in mirrors to people in WCW? Mm -hmm. So he sees Vampiro just in a mirror. (laughs) He's like, leave my dude alone. Like, leave Puma alone. Hold
2: on. Let me stop you right there.
4: (laughs) There it is. Here
2: we are. Isn't the whole thing with vampires that they cannot be seen in mirrors? Is this a like some well, reverse vampire? It depends which who vampire
4: mythology you're yeah. working from and also those <laughs> are Just
2: the vampire one.
4: Those are vampires, yeah, not vampiros. Vampire. Oh, I see. Slash Ian. <laughs> those are not for Ian's. <laughs> oh, those are a multi-hyphenate <laughs> you know, right. vampire, and so, you, so you so can w- be a vampiro slash <laughs> Ian. <laughs> Your powers are, you know.
2: The no. powers of <laughs> Ian are yeah. limitless. I get the it. The powers
4: of Ian are limitless. Sure. So that's the craziness. Of the last couple of weeks of Lucha, and I'm very excited. I don't have my other show tonight, so I actually get to go home and watch like Lucha and some NXT and shit tonight. I'm super excited. That's great. I know. And WWE is trying to get me back real hard because I canceled my network subscription for a minute. And they're like, Come back, please come back. Have this month be free. Please come back. We miss you. And I'm like, Yeah, you do.
2: (laughs) Tell me how bad you want it.
4: (laughs) Tell you. Tell me you need me.
2: Look, the network's... They
4: the, do, though. The they do, though. The
2: network's going to be there in six hours. It's got a massive boner. It's going to fuck you with its wrestling. <laughs>
4: it's, on a, it's on a flight right now, coming for me. Oh, we're never going to let that go, buddy. Nope.
2: Sorry. You're bad. All right, let's talk about Raw. It mm-hmm. peaked early, having Paul Heyman come out with Brock Lesnar and run down Samoa Joe on the mic. Let's hear that.
3: Hi! Samoans have been in this business and for how many years and think about all of their accomplishments and you want to know something they're all related they all know each other they're all proud of each other's accomplishments Except for one.
4: Except for one. Samoa Joe. Samoa the Joe. The one Samoan. All the other
3: Samoans <laughs> yes. want nothing I, to I, do with. Hey, bro. Don't tell people you Samoan. You know why? Because you're not a proud warrior that's gonna step so up friend. and go face to face with so Brock Lesnar. You're a mutt. You're a punk. You're a dog. Yeah. You're a dog yeah. whose not greatest not accomplishment, yeah. whose yeah. number one highlight whose defining moment Moment. is putting the coquina clutch on Paul Heyman.
4: I have been joking about how I felt like Samoa Joe must feel like the sad, lonely <laughs> yeah. Samoan. Months. How excited <laughs> was I? Someone actually calls that out and is like, yeah, no, you're not one of the yeah. NOAs. You're like, a, you're just another yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. just a regular Samoan. You're just a regular Samoan. You're not one you know? of a cool Samoan. It's you're a regular <laughs> Samoan. <laughs> I said, I've been wondering. I was like, does he get sad? Do they invite him to yeah, stuff? A and Christmas. Out? So, like, mm-hmm. you know. Does no. he get to go to picnic?
2: All nine million of them in that family have a reunion and he's on the outside looking through a hole in the fence." <laughs> and you just hear the doo
4: doo doo doo, doo.
2: <laughs> So uh the brawl afterwards was surprisingly even between the two of them. Brock had the advantage at first when they were pulled apart. Samoa Joe had the advantage. He actually pulled off what looked like sort of a double leg takedown mm-hmm. and then was pounding him. But it, how excited are you guys for are, you, are we actually anticipating great balls of fire with (laughs) like excitement am i looking forward to this
0: i am can somebody tell me you are excited for the match i mean regardless at this point of what it ends up as i'm really excited for the match like when joe came to the ramp and the way he walked to Mm. the ring so slow Mm -hmm. i was like i don't care you're not gonna rush me i've come i don't give a shit like he does not care this is how many fucks he gives it's i'm holding up none He gets none of them. He doesn't have any. He
4: hasn't got pockets in those shorts. He Mm -mm. has no fucks to give. (laughs) No, that's and that's it's so perfect because that's who Joe is. Yeah, Yeah, Joe isn't going to back down just because Brock's in the building. Samoa Joe don't care. He won a title shot. He's taken his title shot. He doesn't care who it's against. Mm -hmm.
0: That's what I love about him. That's why he's so intimidating. That's why he's scary and he's dangerous. Yeah, they're
4: finally locked into all of the things that make Samoa Joe special, and I'm so
2: happy. Do you think this highlights the difference between somebody who comes up from NXT, NXT that, that is a product of that system versus a well traveled guy like Samoa Joe or Shinsuke Nakamura who comes to NXT just to learn WWE style and help prop that brand up for a while. So when they make their, their main roster debut, I mean, from day one, you knew who Samoa Joe yeah. was. Other guys like Bo Dallas, who had mm-hmm. some promise, even American Alpha, like the guys yeah. who.
0: That they who, made those yeah. guys. Yeah, and is, those guys. Is, came is that in. a
2: really strong delineation? Right now, in your opinion, Lindsay?
0: I think it's really hard coming up, um, knowing what we know about who is in charge and whether or not he gets you. I think it's just a really hard move to make from the NXT roster, the main roster, and stay yourself and retain so much of yourself. I remember when, do you guys remember when Neville came up and he was the new sensation Mm -hmm. and they gave him that little cape? (gasps) And you were just like, why? (laughs) Why though? Why though? Yeah. (laughs) The whole Mighty Mouse Neville game, it was just very disheartening and that killed him for a long time like the fact that he's come back now with this awesome gimmick that he has in 205 where he's just a shit and that's his gimmick yeah, he's and he's the I most jacked yeah. of the
4: small dude do- he's just yeah. the biggest small
0: dude and he's an asshole and that's his gimmick and it's great but he ha- he didn't work when they brought him up and he worked in NXT um, so it's like I think you have to know your character believe in your character and you have to push that through and they have to back you on it because if they don't and they just give you a little cape Mm-mm.
4: Yeah, totally. And then when you have a moment where things get lost, like they got lost for Samoa Joe when he first came, if you have already have that like great established character, then you can always go back to that when they do these missteps. Whereas, you know, as much as I love the NXT homegrowns, every gimmick is goofy as fuck. And I love it because I love that stuff. But I think that if then if something isn't working, it becomes a little harder to go back and say, like, well, maybe we'll keep trying with the this thing or the that thing. But if you're not already a wrestler who's able to do that, Mm -hmm. then you're dead.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the other big happening on Monday Night Raw, which is Seamus and Cesaro versus the Hardys in a two out of three falls match for the tag titles. I kind of fast-forwarded through a lot of the mm-hmm. match because it, I like it, all four guys, enough? but I'm sick of this feud. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
4: ready for the. I'm ready for the same two tag teams to stop fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes,
2: I'm and,
0: ready for them to not like trail a match from the beginning of the show. Be like, two out three falls, two out three falls, and then it would be six minutes before the end of the show, and they finally start that match. And like, so this is gonna be a classic. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, give them okay.
2: give them some time. Either let them do
0: it or don't do it. And quite frankly, just stop it. Just yeah, just like you could it. have
4: you could have given that match twenty minutes, and with those men, you would have gotten something yeah. really special. instead,
0: it was like, well, we have to make this happen. We know we all know what's going to happen. There is going to be no clear winner because we have to roll this over. Sorry, you guys. We know mm-hmm. the NBA finals are on.
2: One of the things I keep learning from something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard is that Vince hates tag teams. And it's real obvious that he has very little to do with SmackDown and a lot to do with Raw. Because the tag division there, like, the whole purpose of being a tag team on Raw is to be broken up. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, when you say it like that, it oh, is. Oh, producer Julian, so sad. It's
0: a horrifying moment when you uh, realize that there's a mm. thing that happens the first time in your brain, and you've never occurred, it's never occurred to you before. Mm-hmm. Like a brand new concept that just happened to Julian.
2: Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, man. Too much. Teams exist to make single stars. It happened with the Heart Foundation. Happened with the Rockers. It did not happen with the Brain Busters. But even the Hardys broke up and had success as singles. Yeah. Edge and Christian. I mean, they nothing lasts forever. Mm-hmm. You just have periods where <laughs> you know No,
0: have... it's gone too far. Al. You've gone too dark. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Let me tell you, kids. Before we
4: lose Julian. You know, poor Julian is <laughs> just like hiding underneath the desk. we gonna turn yeah. around, and he just won't be there. <laughs> he has.
2: This is his trial by fire. He has got to learn. I want all the, the parents to leave the room. Kids, gather around the podcast machine because I want to tell you about Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's really McFoley <Mick> Foley. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about SmackDown and their tag team division. It has at least four teams that exist. I feel like there are more. American Alpha, just remember to Fifth. Yeah,
0: the Ascension is one.
2: That's right, and the Ascension. <laughs> there are oh, people that exist. They get
0: paid in weekly fashion.
2: That's true. Mm-hmm. And they're probably on main event. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> I
0: haven't seen but them in so long.
2: We're going to talk about the New Day who teamed with Brizango <laughs> to face the Usos and the Colones. Uh, it
4: was a fun match. That was a super wow. fun match. They're all so I really enjoyed good. that. Good. Yes. And it's it is also really really nice to see like the new day. It feels like they have slightly more freedom to do more of the fun stuff. Like it isn't just bootios, it isn't mm-hmm. just so, ice cream. I, yeah. So mm. that is really fun to me the fact that they're like Smackdown, Land of Opportunity, blah, blah, blah. But they do get to do more, because that was the stuff that made us fall in love with them. It wasn't just, like, saying the same four or five catchphrases over and over. It was the fact that every week you didn't know what they were going to do, and and that was what was fun, so I'm glad we're getting back to the fun.
0: I was really excited to see New Day um, working with... Breezango. I wouldn't say the fashion police, but I, their, their name is still brizango even though the fashion police yeah. comes up. But it's fine. Um, but I'm excited to see them working together because we had talked previously about, you know, when New Day come back, are they going to get pushed to one side? Are we going to lose them? Will they get lost in the shuffle? And they're actually all working together really well. So is
4: that who, if you can see during the, that fashion file segment, mm-hmm. um, is that who they have listed under possible new deputies? Because you can't see it very uh, well. And it's kind of it a, would make sense. It's a very oh. busy picture. Yeah, And I was like As trying legs. so hard to like blow it up on my phone and like look at it and see what they were talking about I know everyone looked at the generico thing which was amazing which was obviously great and amazing but yeah they have there was something on there that said and I put it in the group if anyone if you can figure it out because it's such a busy picture if someone could tell us what that says it might be the new day that would make sense
0: because that wall is pontastic and they do like a play on words so So new day day, new new deputies,
4: deputies yeah I like that
2: what do you think very quickly of Xavier Woods new finisher being called up up down down Cute
4: It's cute, cute or dumb? Cute.
2: It's cute. It is cute. It's, it's very correct. cute. It's, it's,
4: it's cute. cute. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. what it should be. Like, that's yeah.
2: all is right. Let's talk about uh, some more stuff that happened on SmackDown. We had not one but two singles matches featuring women. Starting off with Tamina versus Naomi. Decent match.
4: Better. Tamina did way better. Like, it, yeah. she is definitely, like, doing the work. Naomi obviously fucking carried her in that match. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can see that she's been putting in some work.
2: She is sort of the answer to Nia Jackson Raw, by which I mean not that they are two Samoans, but that she is the big, She's intimidating... The yeah, they
4: literally character. put her in, like, reject Nia Jax, yeah. like yeah. before they put the, the, the Dragon Ball Z padding on it. Like,
2: but I, there's, there's something that's off for me with her playing that role where she doesn't feel as menacing or as threatening or maybe her moveset doesn't feel powerful enough. Lindsay, maybe. do you agree with me?
0: Um, I mean, I'm, I'm just so colored by her Toad Steve's appearances. I'm so, like, that woman is a mother and she is a wonderful, wonderful mother. She's oh, so yes. great. So this I, is not a
2: knock on her no, but
0: that's, like, I find it quite difficult to separate for them to come on and watch her be, like, a monster. Plus, right. I did really love the look on her face when Shane McMahon announced her as a two-time superstar and a second generation. And she just kind of looked at him like, bitch.
4: Like, <laughs> and, uh, like, she just
0: looks, rather than being a monster in the style of Nia Jax, who is just going to take you down and destroy mm-hmm. you because she can,
4: I feel like Tamina just has no interest in your nonsense. And it's a subtle oh, difference. It is a very subtle difference. It's right. like... Naya will beat you for your nonsense, yeah. but that and that's why she works. Uh, uh, Tamina works so good as an enforcer because she's just yeah. like I'm. Just, you know, yeah. I'm, ju- I, I'm just here so I don't get I'm suspended. Like, I, yeah, and I gotta <laughs> do my job. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we also had Charlotte versus Natty again. This still feel like it can be fresh. Do they need some time apart? It feels like they like their feuds are not far enough apart. I just for I them to. Like
0: they're either doing it or they're not and I just feel like every so often they just throw a natty Charlotte right. match in because she you can know. work with any they, can, exactly. they both can
2: put on a good match
4: every yeah. time we've described this it sounds like a failing relationship do they need some time apart they're either yeah. doing it or they're, they're doing not. or they're not are you in this or are you not in this ah. like
0: you know who's not showing up who's not, who's showing, not showing up, up? who's yeah. not putting in the work yeah. it's, uh, do it's
2: they do need a couples street. counseling
4: yeah. what's happening <laughs> to natty and Charlotte
2: natty you have to be able to ask for what you want in the ring you oh. have to be able to communicate you can't be
4: Well, what I want is no less communicating, Natty. Less communicating. Stop. Oh. I statements only. (laughs) (laughs)
0: But it's, I mean, it's difficult because they're both so good and it just felt like filler and they've had so much better matches than what they had this week.
4: I don't understand how you have a Charlotte versus Natty match that just doesn't work, but the last few have just not, they're not doing it for me. And part of it, I just. (sighs) <sighs> Heel Natty is great, but Heel Natty is not Heel Charlotte. No. So Heel Natty versus Face Charlotte is like, this isn't the match I wanna see. Yeah. yeah. I wanna see Heel Charlotte and Heel Natty, yeah. in which case obviously Heel Natty goes down because Charlotte is Charlotte. But like yeah. so just watching it I'm like, this is also this I is... just I need Heel Natty to turn it up. Like become savage. Become savage. Savage, you know, you're not it's, there yet, and you could be. it so close. Right, it's like uh, vanilla. It's like vanilla frozen yogurt without yeah. any toppings. It's a slightly good. Snide, mean girl, rather yeah. than
0: like a savage heel.
4: I'll eat it, but like, man, can I get can I get some something? Can I throw some tart up on that bitch? Yeah. Can I get, can I get <laughs> some gummy bears? Give me something, Nettie. Yeah.
2: Let's look at the raw women's division, okay? So we have the title picture is now Alexa Bliss. Nia Jax is obviously in the mix there, and then Sasha Banks, Mickey James, and Dana Brooke have inserted themselves back into the title picture, as did Emma, who came out looking tough, only to take the fucking loss. What the fuck is going on with the Raw Women's Division? They have so much fucking talent. Does Vince see women the same way he sees tag teams, where it's just like, Man, I don't like it.
0: I think he sees the Goddamn. Women's Division, and he just sees Alexa Bliss, and he likes what he sees, and he leaves the room. Maybe so. I I,
4: I don't uh understand why, like, why are you bringing Emma back if she's immediately tapping out? Yeah. Yeah. remember this person you were excited for with the thing that we fucked up twice? Here she is, and there she goes. The
2: character has zero credibility. Put her in squash matches. Don't put her in the title picture yet, because you have absolutely zero capital built up in this version of Emma. All anybody really remembers is robot arms, bubbles, and Santino Morella.
4: Yeah, I think that the problem is that, like, Vince likes the branding and he likes anything that works, anything that he can sell and mm-hmm. anything he works. He didn't care about tag teams, but he sure shit cared about the New Day when he saw how much they sold. Right. Yeah. And for Horsewomen, that sells. You know exactly what that is. That is good branding women on Raw who are good at wrestling that doesn't have the same branding as the four horsewomen are coming to change the face of women's wrestling. And even Alexa
0: Bliss sells. She is a brand. You know exactly what she is the second she walks out onto that ramp. She's
2: doing great work.
0: She is. She's fantastic. I, I really, really, really love what she's doing. I think she's working really hard. I think she's, you know, pulling her socks up and she's really shown what she can do but yeah with the rest of the women it just I wanted to be excited about it because I want to not know exactly what's going to happen I want it to feel like anyone could win this and I want to feel like those women are in that ring because they want that belt and that is the only thing they're there for and they are fighting for that belt because they want it and everyone's prepared to fight to the death for it if necessary Um, but it didn't feel like that it just felt like I want it no I want it well why should you get it I don't know why should you get it I don't know Here's Emma! Yeah. And it was, it just felt messy and kind of silly, and I don't feel like anyone came off terribly credibly, Mm-mm. you know, with any particular credibility apart from Bliss, who reinforced her character by walking
4: out. Which is great, but like she's already, she's we already, already have her. her. She's yeah. in, she's locked in. We need someone for her to fight. It would have been better if Emma had walked out and just said, This is a shit show. Yeah, why did I come back for yeah. this? That would have given her character. Plus, a it also edge. gives you anticipation for when you actually get to see her kick
2: some ass. I know you've been waiting for so. <laughs> I <laughs> long to see me kick ass. <laughs> no. So I, I want to talk about something real quick. So two weeks ago, I think it was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whenever they did that fucking This Is Your Life that was the drizzling shit. Oh, boy. That, that was a Bailey-centered segment, right? Yep. Then this Monday, Bailey and Corey Graves have one of the worst segments <sighs> I've ever seen in an interview, ending with the worst hug from uh. somebody whose shirt says, I'm a fucking hugger. And then Corey Graves makes a, I just jizzed in my pants yep. joke.
0: Yep. I mean, maybe, no. what what? Maybe she partisan? knew he was going to do that and didn't want to hug him. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Maybe, maybe oh, she was planned to hug. He's
4: like, oh, I'm totally going to make this joke. And she's like, yeah. oh, well, fuck that. Uh, no, I still ha- don't I have know. to touch you. It's locked yeah, in. It's on my T-shirt. I uh, have to do this.
2: Is it time to send Bailey to SmackDown?
4: Yes. What's yeah. left for her to
2: do on Raw? Her character has there's been nothing
4: left
0: yeah. for her to oh, do. torn I'm apart. Furious. It's so awful. The
2: Sasha Banks thing is dead. I could give a shit that no, they even know each to do, other there's now. No, there's
0: nothing to do with it now. No, they killed it. And that segment was just, hey, Bailey, there's one more nail. You want to put it in yourself? Like, well, let's have Corey help me. <laughs> does no. he have a hammer? I know yeah. he has a hard-on. So he <laughs> has a hammer too. Oh, you know, it's
4: just, it was painful. And no, no. I'm putting my d- foot down. Yeah, it's time for no. her to. It's time for her to go to SmackDown and be like, you know, I lost a lot of myself with the Raw's women division, so I'm going to come back over here. She can dance with Naomi or do whatever. It'll yep. be fantastic.
2: Ugh. So anyway, let's talk about a couple quick hits. Dean Ambrose and the Miz. This is now we're going on month five of this feud.
4: But he dressed we as a bear. We have now entered month five, month I'd five, be. to the
2: point where they have. They're at a point in the relationship where they have to dress up as a bear to keep well, it exciting.
0: This is it. You have to. Maybe that that communication did work. Maybe he asked what he wanted in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> What's the wrestling version? Like, well, baby. Yeah. Kind <laughs> of into furries. So yeah, I furry Dean. He had graphics on a song. I was all in on that. Oh bear. yeah. And yeah. then the and then thing. it turned out bear was Dean and. Dean had already been on. I felt Man, gypped. I liked
4: Bear is just Bear.
2: I
0: liked Bear is just Bear. Like, Bear has graphics and a song. They've thought Bear through. Um, and then Bear was just Dean.
2: We're ready for this to be over, though, right? So
4: badly. have been ready. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Am I crazy or is Elias Sampson getting more entertaining every week?
4: Yeah, because I hate him. By process of elimination. Yeah, but he
2: keeps, so. <laughs> he's figuring out like yeah. the little things yeah. to yeah. And I hated him in NXT
0: hate. and not in the same way. In NXT, I just
4: wanted him off my screen. Right, and but now I, like, I'm like, oh, I really hate you. You're so clever. Like legit heat. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice watching someone fucking find it. Yeah. It's, re- it's really pleasant to watch, especially someone who was like, Elias Samson, oh yeah. no. <laughs> I was like literally yeah. getting ready for them to be like, oh, and now Samson Elias has entered the impact zone. <laughs> but <laughs> what is he doing here? Oh God. <laughs> oh, he could have maybe had a
0: ukulele. That would have been he nice. He could have had a ukulele. Mix it up.
2: He looks like Tony Nisa's bigger brother.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Leave Tony alone.
0: Tony's new outfit
2: though. Mm, his little waistcoat, that weird. Uh, yes, yeah, little duster. Buzz
0: Lightyear. it like, a... like sexy Buzz Lightyear Halloween costume. <laughs> sexy Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> That's weird.
2: He looks like when a kid draws somebody with muscles. Yes. That's how muscular (laughs) he is. Like a balloon man
0: made with muscles.
2: That was me drawing Hulk Hogan when I was eight. That's what he looks like. He's like
4: a tiny Michelin man. (laughs) (laughs) Tone.
2: Uh, Part of this angle with Samson and Miz and Dean Ambrose is this apparent rift that's growing between Miz and Maurice. I assume we're all hoping that this is just a tease because... Lord knows that they need to be together. Yeah. They only make mm. each other better.
4: The idea of breaking apart Ms and Maurice is such a raw stupid ass thing to yeah. do. It makes me fucking angry. Never take her off my screens. It's never yes. do this. So fucking stupid if she's if they're if, if they're breaking them apart it better be because she has one too many dogs to leave at home by themselves <laughs> well, <laughs> like it, I'm not she's only gonna go off and buy a new house oh, she's just gonna she buy another house she can't go home and, alone. Go it and fill, it with, fill it with and dogs and
2: guns one house per dog <laughs> a dog with a gun I, I'm looking a for a new
0: place so if she
4: could find me place, something you know I know she's looking in the valley that would be fine I just they're so strong together and like why do we have to do this thing of like we've got to get them separate and get them yeah, separate it's like no, necessary. it's unnecessary. Let them be a strong couple who fucking cares about each other and cares about, like, each other's successes. Yeah. Why does Vince think that hot blondes have to leave they man all the time? Well, I, mean, I have. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <That's> <laughs> I got really excited because she had That's her gear answer. on and she had yeah. her boots on. I'm like, she's going to wrestle. She's going to wrestle. Maybe, like, Dean's going to bring out someone. I don't know. And they're going to wrestle. And then it was just, oh, maybe she lost her bump. clothes. Yeah, I don't know, like, why is she doing this to me? Yeah, and then wh- they start fighting, and
2: I was, All right, last thing. I almost didn't want to mention it, but we probably should. Because Bray Wyatt's getting ready to lose to Seth Rollins in a feud. Is, is does anybody it, no. care? No. no. Are we done? I, we don't. I don't care. And it's a shame. I'm not saying, I it like. I want to care. Yes, yeah. I want to care, too. <laughs> I
0: want you. I want to want you to I care. hope yeah. some people
2: care. <laughs> Obviously, someone uh, does. Seth? Like I want now.
0: No. I want. Yes, that sounds <laughs> like again. I, I That's hope, golden.
2: I, I hate when I'm pessimistic. I just hope, like man, I hope I'm wrong. Same. Mm. I hope I'm wrong. I'm sure. Obviously, they're giving him tons of time. The character keeps losing. Yeah. And I and I'm sure as fans, we we have no understanding of how the business actually works, but also. You kind of, as, as a fan, I am no longer interested in that no. character yep. because all I've seen him do is lose yep. and every threat he makes is an empty promise.
0: Yep, And it's 10 seconds since I was at SmackDown chanting, you deserve it, at him with his belt. You know, that, right. is like, that was Valentine's Day. That is not that long ago. And in the space of time between that moment of the entire arena on their feet, cheering for him, even though he was a heel with a belt, I don't care. If you told me he'd been off for two weeks, i be like, has he? That was why there's been joy in my life.
2: I don't know, as he's gone
0: back to rebuild the compound, I mean, he has things he could do. He he does. Sleeping?
4: he sleeping? <laughs> he needs to figure a shit out. He needs, to, he needs to sage that ring. Yeah. Whatever good demons are in there keeping him from fighting so he can bring <laughs> his bad ones back in. How do you yeah. anti-sage something? Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, do something, bruh. Yeah.
2: If you've got any thoughts about this week in wrestling, let us know about it. Find us at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. Coming up next, we're going to climb that ladder to bring you our main event. That's up next on Tights and Fights.
1: Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're the host of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products. We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and
4: Bachelor in Paradise.
1: Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile. We're the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays. Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? And Bites Podcast. And Bites.
2: Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland and I'm joined in the booth by Daniel Radford and
1: Lindsay Gilk.
2: Every so often there's something from wrestling that we decide to give extra attention. This is our main event. Well, it's been 48 hours, which means it's time for another WWE pay-per-view. Yay. The latest edition of Money in the Bank is this Sunday, and that means we'll learn who's likely to be a future world champion, and that we'll hear this fucking song again and again and again <laughs> until our eyeballs melt. Money.
4: money, 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 money. Money, 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 Did they change it for the ladies' belt? Money, money, we all have a fella sing it. Yeah. Money, 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 money. I'm trying to remember if it was oh, different money. or slower or something oh, for the latest yeah. one. <laughs> <Oof. laughs> Someone was very excited to get their mom on that track. <laughs> <laughs> End of segment. segment.
2: (laughs) That's it. Thank you for listening. Uh, Let's let's zoom out for a second. If you are not familiar with Money in the Bank, let me explain it to you. A group of mid-card superstars wrestle in a six-way ladder match, but there's no belt hanging from the top of the ring. It is a briefcase. What is in that briefcase? I will tell you. Stop talking while I'm talking. The answer is it is a contract good for a title shot at any time that the holder chooses. They have up to a year to do it.
0: I love Money in the Bank. I think it's really fun. It's usually puts on an actual good match for the Money in the Bank match because there's ladders. We like ladders. We do. They're know. fun. Um, and I love the idea of Money in the Bank. I love when they give the briefcase to an asshole. Uh. That's my favorite Money in the Bank person that gets uh, uh, it, that uh, just uh. runs around with it. It's a massive chicken shit asshole for a good six months. Um, or, and I love when the briefcase can turn a character into something else because they love their mm. briefcase so much. We'll
4: talk about that more later. I enjoy the match. Yeah, no, that's great. It's another thing, just like winning the Royal Rumble or used to be King of the Ring, that lets you know, like, this is the person or a person that WWE sees as someone who could carry the company in the future. Yeah. So it's always interesting to see, like, you know, when I do agree with that and when, like, I don't agree with that.
2: Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I love any match with ladders in it. I love the unique concept of having something that's not apparently valuable right away. Mm -hmm. So it adds to that mystery, whether it's 42 minutes later, like uh, like Kane uh, did when he cashed it in, or whether it's almost a year, which is how long Seth Rollins waited Mm -hmm. and is the only person Mm -hmm. to cash it in at a WrestleMania. And they've had people who have lost, including John Cena, who cashed in and and lost. (laughs) And Damian Sandow.
4: (laughs) Oh, buddy. With his leather... Yeah. Oh,
2: I've held the actual money in the bank briefcase. Oh, one cool. year. It was That's cool. Special. It was very light, but Is it was there, cool. Was convenient.
4: there an actual contract inside?
2: I didn't know, but did it, I didn't want to. Does it just <laughs> say contract <laughs> on <laughs> <Is> it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's spelled with a K. Contract. in
4: twenty-seven point font Pencil. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's okay. the stand. It's the boilerplate WWE agreement that is one sentence. <laughs>
4: Which long. is just contract. Sign, please. <laughs> I assume that actually is just power of attorney. I feel mean, like that's
0: what that is. <laughs> it's just giving Vince power of attorney. And, like, that's why it's so short. Well, I
4: get to pull
2: the plug. <laughs> yeah. And then you open up the suitcase. And then you sign the contract. <laughs> and we get power of attorney. Yeah.
0: I feel like the last couple of years hasn't, I haven't been that excited with mean, Seamus and Ambrose that I was like, meh, meh. I don't feel like, I don't know if it elevated them into a tremendous degree. So, I liked Ambrose. I did too. You have it for like ten seconds.
2: So. I know, that's why I like
0: it. <laughs> oh no, see, I like I wanna I wanna
2: Because he's it crazy. Yeah, he's that nuts. Yeah, I will. Well, but I mean, I mean, they and they couldn't they
4: couldn't do it like that because no. they knew the brand split was coming. Yeah. Because I do you do like the idea of someone fucking stalking around with the suit, with the case almost you know, like, like a serial killer, like waiting for the moment to strike yes. when they can change the course of everything. Yeah. There is something so exciting about that, you know? It's
2: it's great. So let's talk about people who have won. This is not cash-ins. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite winner of Money in the Bank all time? I'm going to go first all and right. say Edge. Because right. it helped elevate him before even the cash-in. That was the beginning of his elevation to main event status. Mm-hmm.
4: I liked when Seth won. I really enjoyed it. I liked that it happened at a WrestleMania. I liked the way that it happened because it fit who his character kind of was at the time. It was so exciting to see him like run down the ramp. Right. That very... But this is Cashin.
2: Yeah, is he your favorite winner as well?
4: Yeah, yeah. He's my favorite winner. But
2: but you also like his Cashin. No, also my your favorite, favorite Cashin cash is Dean. I would say fa- favorite winner is Edge, and I'll say my favorite Cashin is Seth Rollins as well, because yeah. you did not expect it at WrestleMania because you know, it hadn't been done before. Yeah. Lindsay?
0: Oh, it's really hard to have a favorite winner because I liked so many. Um, I I love Daniel Bryan because I feel like I, at the time I didn't see it coming yeah. necessarily, and I feel like that really... It was great for his character because he was that cowardly, I'm going to protect my briefcase and carry it around me, and he cashed it in in a dickhead way, which I really loved. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, he's been helping you, you asshole! (laughs) I love that. Um, I also really loved Dolph with it because he had the big E. AJ, like he had his little thing going on back then he and the like the
1: alphabet soup stuff. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I really
0: liked that he um, created something around it and it changed his character when it needed it but, like maybe it needs it now but please no but I don't know oh it's so hard I, I also I, maybe my favorite was Damien Sandow I really oh, loved Damien yeah. Sandow with yeah, it yeah me too I really too. loved that because it started the him and Cody thing yeah. like, they, like he cheated not cheated but he kind of shafted Cody out of winning it yes and then I just love that Segment that they did when Cody stole it and threw it in the ocean. <laughs> it was like maybe that was when we saw the contract. Didn't he throw? Didn't we see the contract like in the ocean? Oh, I think we
4: did. I think when he opened it, yeah. you could see it go I, in the ocean. I that was it. nice. And you and know then he that was, chased uh, after it. You know and he damn well it. that was Sandow's yeah. idea that there was going to be that in there. Oh, yeah. road uh, scholars, Rhodes scholars. And I just were loved great. that. I right. thought he did such a good job of. And even I know he
0: didn't successfully cash it in. Right. But I loved how he was so. Cowardly in his protection of the briefcase, and he held it in front of him, and that was in lieu of him. Like he was like, I don't need anything else. I have this briefcase, and then you would try and like you know hurt him anyway. Be like, oh, he he was just such a cowardly heel with that. With that, oh, I loved it so much. I thought he was so great with it.
2: I think Seth's money in the bank uh, briefcase took the most abuse.
4: Oh my (laughs) god! Yeah, because Ambrose
2: like filled it with soda and. (laughs) They were hitting each other with it. it I think he dropped like a hammer on it. There
4: were like a bunch of dents in that suitcase.
2: Yeah. Do you think, given that there's such implications for the winner, that it should become sort of a big fifth pay-per-view to replace King of the Ring? And if so, would you support a scenario where as long as the brands are split, that Mm -hmm. they both get a Money in the Bank match within that pay-per-view? Or do you like now that they've taken it, and made it brand exclusive to SmackDown. Because that's the first. They didn't do that before, obviously.
4: I think if you're going to make it brand exclusive, then I do want to see a King of the Ring or something on Raw so that they both have their kind of like, here's who we're spotlighting for the year, other than the Royal Rumble, which they share. Um, I personally, if only just so we can give the women on Raw something to fucking do. um, It would be nice to have have the women all together for that money in the bank, you know, or, or just have chances for it. But like... If they're gonna keep it brand exclusive, and I don't mind because I love SmackDown, then yeah, I do want to see like a, a King of the Ring slash Queen of the Ring thing happening over on the other side.
0: Yeah, my take would be if they were gonna make it a but both brands, it would have to be both brands in the same match. Like they couldn't do what they used to do, where they have oh. a Raw ladder match and a SmackDown ladder match. Yeah, because then you have one. four money in the bank briefcases running around special. the company. Yeah, it would have to be joint, and they could do
4: it that way. That wouldn't be dangerous to it all, you know? It's just, and then you, you just can, decide where it's going to go. And you can get yeah. some fun stuff where maybe someone decides, like, oh, I can use this anywhere. Yeah. So maybe someone from Raw is like, I want to go to SmackDown. Challenge and then that challenges that. Yeah. for that. That would be so much fun.
2: If you have thoughts on Money in the Bank, keep it to yourself. Just kidding. Tell us about them. Go to Facebook.com groups slash or at Tights Fights on Twitter. Let's keep talking about it. Money, 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 money. Hit it one more time. Just give me a bed while I do this. Yeah, money,
4: money, money, money.
2: When we come back, it's time to tell you three things from wrestling that you deserve to know about. That's up next on Tights M Five. Hey, 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 Mom,
4: put one hand over your ear. money, 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 money. Ooh, (laughs) money.
2: Ooh, (laughs) child money. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, wow. No, no. (laughs) No money. Are stacks of unread
4: books taking over your apartment? Do you constantly miss your train stop because you're caught up in reading? I'm Bria
1: Grant and I'm Mallory O'Mara. We party hard, and by party hard, we mean read books. So join us every Thursday on Reading Glasses, a maximum fun podcast about reading and book culture. Get more out of your reading life. We'll help you conquer your to-be-read pile, get out of that book slump, and squeeze more reading time into your busy day. Learn, learn how, how to read, read better. better. <laughs> wow, that was good. <laughs> Tights and Podcast. Tights and Welcome
2: back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lublin, and I'm joined today by
4: Danielle Radford and Lindsay Cook.
2: Every week, we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is The Three Count. Wow. Danielle, you're up first, what article are you putting over?
4: I hate you all so much. I just, guys, I just really love wrestling, and I don't understand how come you guys are always making fun of how much I love. Uh, uh, uh. Anyway, okay, okay, that's, that's enough. Just that's enough. That's, enough, that's enough. Okay, so what I do want to put
2: over. Is that a over... clip of Tommy Dreamer that just got played?
4: <laughs> oh. Oh.
2: JK, Tommy. That he doesn't care. A...
4: I was going to say, I'm no longer friend of the show, but I don't know if he's a friend of the show, a show, a friend of yeah,
2: show. Who cares about me?
4: <laughs> that is the sickest of sick burns. So I am putting over that really fun segment, the, the the new day opening where they brought in um, the New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. Don't at me, um, <laughs> jazz band, the Soul Rebels, and they played them into the ring because I thought it was like really, really fun. So here's a clip. Yep. I r r r r r I r I oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was great it was really nice to watch people play wind instruments that know how to do that that didn't just learn for a wrestling angle and plus we got that great moment where the Usos called them drum so that's yes. which is one of my that's a movie I will watch anytime it's on by oh, the way
2: of course. Nick Cannon can't
4: read music I'm in <laughs> so good so that's what I'm putting over because I like wrestling
2: awesome anything else? I know you have something
1: else <sighs> go ahead
4: okay fine it's your so,
1: podcast
4: Ju- <laughs> Julian what was the name of that place we went to?
1: Uh, Knox Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Fair.
4: Okay, so we went out to Huntington Park to watch this Knox Pro Wrestling Wrestle Fair. And so they were doing wrestling, like, out in the open. It was free, it was, like, during the day. It was super fun. All of the wrestlers were really, really good, like, you know, better than you would think for wrestling for free in the middle of the day. Plus they had all these other events for like the kids and everyone to do. It was like a fair fair. And then there was also wrestling in it. Yeah. So it was, it was really neat. And we had like a good time. Um, I sat on a bench. Some dude, uh, some wrestler said some shit to me that I didn't understand and it was fine. Yeah, no. So I want to put them over because I think that things like that where you can bring in the community and and entertain the children, those are just really good things for wrestling. So yeah. Two things. How?
2: I love that part of your story was, we went, we had a great time. I sat on a bench.
4: (laughs) First bench? First time on a bench? You love it.
2: You loved it, right? Yo, it was so good. Highly recommend Bench You guys, look
4: up some benches.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just have it. Shout out to Bison tights oh. and fights listener wrestles for Knox great guy yeah great man great
4: guy. heck yeah man come, come join come. us do a thing talk about stuff Smure we'll get a bench <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how do you feel about benches
2: how guys? do you feel about benches <laughs> and
4: drumline welcome to bench corner
2: where we talk about drumline while sitting on benches <laughs>
4: you say what everyone in California's favorite benches
2: <laughs> come on get benched <laughs> Lindsay, what do you want to put over?
4: Oh, get benched.
0: (laughs) I'm going to listen to that. Bro, do
2: you even bench?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because I love a good sit down. I mean, that's something my people really are invested in. We love a good sit-down. So, I mean, usually I wouldn't go bench. I'd go chair because I like the back support. Mm -hmm. But now I'm really interested in Get Benched. See? Um, New experience. (laughs) Look at what what good we bring into the culture. We're doing it. It's good for your posture. It's like you're you're teaching people stuff. (laughs) You guys are such a gift. (laughs) Um, So other than Get Benched and other than Namdar's Twitter feed, which is my always- that's my always over. Um, this week, uh, I want to put over the lovely Ms. Nia Jax, mm. who had to take down someone on Twitter Hell yeah. who said that she was nothing but a female big show, uh, there, or there, those, those words or thereabouts, uh, and she came back at that like a genius... Uh, and said, What's wrong with that? Genius. Uh, you know, Big Show has had an amazing career and has entertained millions of people. And uh, we were all very pleased because I love me some Nia Jax. And yeah. we love her to the point where she's going to be on the new season of
4: Total D. I yeah. know! I'm so and I'm so excited. excited. Yes. She's not like most. Also, guys, we had already settled that her name was Girlberg, so I don't know why (laughs) you're calling her Big Show. Yeah, and (laughs) also she's not seven feet tall, so that's just silly. It's a female Big Show. Anybody wishes they had. How long has he been in the business now? Forty-eight years. Yeah, at least eighty-nine. Uh, uh, I mean, he keeps dyeing that beard, so I can't tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time he loses weight, it's just like I can't tell how old. But no, he's seriously been wrestling <laughs> like once, since like 89 or some shit. Yes, yeah, 90. Yeah, yeah, that's a fuck of a career. I so. saw those fuck fo- you. those
0: high school photos they posted of him this week. Where I'm like, oh, look, he's from olden days. Yikes! <laughs> and I didn't know that. He
4: yeah.
2: grew into his head.
0: <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> he really did.
2: Thank goodness. But
0: yeah, go for it, Naya. She and she dealt with it as such grace and poise that we have come to expect from her, when she quite clearly could have just been like, hush troll, and instead she responded
4: to it in such a classy way, Oh man. Yeah. I love She's her. She's all class. She's great. Yep. On Toad Steves, can I, Can there just be a segment where we become best friends? And we're all best yeah. friends? Yeah. Watching Drumline on a Bench.
3: Oh,
2: oh yeah, Is uh, Danielle, is this gonna be part of your new web series, Comedians Sitting on Benches Talking Wrestling?
3: Yeah!
2: <laughs> I'm very excited for it. So, uh, as long as we're talking about Twitter, for those of you out there begging, begging, begging for a Roman Reigns heel turn, go check his Twitter feed for the last 24 to 48 hours. You'll find all the heel you need and might make you more excited for his big announcement about that fart he's going to do. But what I'd like to put over is something very special I'm to sorry, me. I'm sorry, are you
4: putting over two things? Yeah, I am. <laughs> Welcome.
2: Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the bench. It seats two. <laughs> two things that I'm going to put over. The NBA Finals may be over, but that doesn't mean there aren't sick dunks happening. Monday night on Bring It to the Table, Corey Graves put down this tomahawk on Virgil. There it is, Adam Jones, one of the best players in baseball, certainly at least the second best player on the Baltimore Orioles money ink mode with the rest of the Orioles you gotta love it not breaking character Virgil appreciates it very kind of Adam Jones to make Virgil relevant for another 15 seconds maybe they could sell eight by tens in the subway together they, oh see, oh, good lord so like, Corey Graves what have you done Savage. I think I need a cigarette <laughs> that does it for this Yikes. week of Tights of Fights that's a whole yike right <laughs> full yike <laughs> full yike half bench full yike <laughs> we are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network this week our hosts are Danielle Radford and Lindsay Kelk along with me Hal Lublin our producer is the guy who will piece together Shattered Dreams Productions Julian Burrell senior producer at Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music so we're putting him over for that keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash Group slash tights fights or at tights fights on Twitter or and and slash or do them both. And if you love the show, here's another big way you can help us out is go over to iTunes right now, leave us a rating and review five stars like Meltzer at New Japan. Thank you so much to all the Max Fun members who support us and make this show possible. We'll be back next week for even more. You guessed it,
1: wrestling.